Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 727. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10FortorahOrg. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Fabla Yitzchak, Ben Naftali, David, Zachron Lavracha. So what I wanted to discuss today is the idea, the line that we've all heard, give a man a fish and he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish and he eats for a lifetime. Is this a Jewish concept? And as we're going to see, definitely yes. We know that the Rambam has a very famous list of Shmona Malos Yeshba Tzedakah. Eight degrees of tzedakah, eight levels. Now the Rambam is particularly excellent in his Mishnah Torah at putting together disparate sources all throughout Shas and Poskim, all throughout the different Midrashim, and putting Seder to them, making an order out of them. And so here he does the same thing, and I'm going to read them through. We're going to see that all of them follow through Halacha, but we're going to focus on the very first one, which relates to the fish. So he says, There are eight of these um, degrees, one greater than the next. The first one, we're going to skip for a moment. But he says, Less than that is giving charity. Anonymous giving, anonymous taking. I don't know who exactly is I'm giving to. I can't uh, feel good having them walk around the street and you know feel above them in some way. He says, Because the mitzvah is for its own sake and nothing else. And he gives a few examples of exactly how to execute this, how to do this. They used to have a box where people could secretly place money, and then people would be able to take secretly. Everything's anonymous, nobody gets the credit, and nobody feels any sort of shame. And so we understand the plight. At the same time, the attitude is great, and nobody gets any credit. Wonderful. The next, he says, The person who gives knows who they're giving to, but the person who takes doesn't know who they're getting from. So this is like the famous stories where people would drop uh, money outside somebody's door and then run away, and uh, the famous one with Marokova where they chase him and he jumps into an oven and he really refuses to embarrass the person, so he jumps into an oven to avoid the person seeing him. That would be this level. But remember, this is level three, where you know who you're giving to, but the person doesn't know who they're getting from. The person is not going to be ashamed before anyone. Okay. The next one is where the person who knows, the Ani knows where they're taking from or how they're taking, but they don't know the other way around. They don't know who is they're giving to. Okay, that's the next one. The next one, the next is everybody knows who everybody is, but you're giving the person before they ask. Okay, so that's a, a greater degree of dignity than waiting for them to ask. Next, the Ramam says, Next is the person asks and you give them. Okay, so that's you know the lowest level, but it's not quite the lowest level. The next is he asks you for $10. You only give him five, but at least you smile when you give him five. And the lowest level is less than that is when the giver is giving in a glum, sad sort of way. So that is the sequence, and most of these have to do with the nature of anonymity, to what extent you know and take credit for it, to what extent the person is embarrassed in taking, or the degree of happiness and uh, the attitude of the giver. So if the attitude of the giver is good, then that uh, gives you more credit. If the attitude is good or it's, or you give less than you need to, then obviously that's a lower type of tzedakah. But the very first level, the top level, really, it seems, doesn't so much relate to tzedakah at all, or at least as we generally characterize it. The Rambam says, A person, you strengthen a person's shamach, who is impoverished, and you give him a gift, O halva, 
or a loan. So you make a partnership with him. Or you find him a job. So the person is strengthened and doesn't need to ask anymore. And he quotes a pasuk we'll get to in a moment. And the way the Ramam phrases it, he understands that there's a Pasuk in Vayikra, in Parshas Emor, which points to the idea that we should strengthen the person before they fall. So this is less charity than making sure that the person isn't subject to charity. That's how the Ramam seems to understand this. And the examples that he gives are, uh, for example, giving a matana, which is a little bit questionable, because why would a gift be any different than any other type of charity? Oh, halva or a loan, or make a partnership, or find work, to strengthen him. Let's talk about all of these examples and figure this out. So the Torah actually replaces the word matana with hamtana. The word matana means to give a gift. Hamtana means to extend the loan, literally to extend the loan. Let's say you have a loan, and it's supposed to be back in six months, and the person could really use the favor of taking a full 12 months to pay back the loan. That's what hamtana would mean. And that fits a little bit better, the Taz says, because if it's hamtana, then it's still not a gift, because once it's a gift, it's regular classic tzedakah, and you would think it shouldn't be so high, it should be in one of the other categories that we saw before. So some prefer the tour's language of hamtana, maybe that should have been in the Ramah, or not, either way, irrespective of it. There's hamtana or matana, the Shulchan Aruch as well refers to matana, but the Shulchan Aruch quotes almost verbatim, the Rambam's list of these eight categories and these eight degrees of giving and understands that if I teach a person to work or I give a person the ability to work or I give them the tools for investment, that is the best type of donation that I could do. Now, where does this come from? So the Gros says that there are two sources. One is the Pasuk that the Rambam mentioned. The Pasuk is in the if one of your kinsmen, being in straits, comes under your authority, and you uh, can take care of him, you should strengthen. He should live with you, and you should strengthen this person. It's good. So Rashi there says, on the words Don't let the person fall into a situation where it will be very difficult to pick the person up. Rather, instead, strengthen them the moment their strength and their fortune fail. What is this compared to? So Rashi gives the following metaphor. And he's getting this from Torah's Kahanam from a Medrash. It's like a, a burden that's on a chamar, on a beast of burden. While it's on the chamar, while it's on the donkey, it's very easy to have one person come and adjust it as is necessary. But once the very heavy burden falls to the ground, even five people have a hard time picking it up. Because when when a person is on their feet, when the bundle is up in the air on top of the donkey, it is much easier to keep strong than when it has fallen. And so Rashi's emphasis, which I believe is the Rambam's emphasis, is the idea over here is this is a whole different type of tzedakah. It's tzedakah avoidance in the first place. And that's why it's the best thing possible. Now, there is another Gemara. The Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara says, um, in the name of Rish Lakish, it's better to loan money than giving tzedakah. Now, you would think the reverse, right? Because loaning money, you, at least ostensibly, if things go well, get your money back. 
And that yet, the Gemara says, is better than giving tzedakah. And then it says, umatal bekis, And putting money into a common purse, which is understood, Rashi says, you give money, merchandise, you get a person, give a person investment to get them off their feet so they can start their own business. That's even better. And so what we're seeing is, giving the loan, or giving not just the financial capital, but maybe the, the physical capital, giving the person the merchandise, and so that they can sell, and you can take a cut of that merchandise, but giving them a business with which to work is better, the Gemara says, than stuff. Now it's interesting because here Rashi says that the reason is because it's not embarrassing. So he sort of puts it on the same continuum as all of those other things on the Rambam's list, where we talk about the embarrassment of the person who's uh, getting the money in terms of does he know who gave it, does he know uh, who he is, um, who, who, does the person who gave it know who he is, or was it given with a smile or not given with a smile. So the way Rashi understands this Gemara, simply if I get a loan, then it's not embarrassing because even though it doesn't cost you anything, or even though uh, you I know exactly who it is, it's not embarrassing to get a business investment, or loans themselves inherently are not embarrassing. Now, it's interesting that this question comes up about what exactly is the reason that this is so good. Is it because you're avoiding the person becoming poor in the first place, or is it just the most dignified type of tzedakah? It doesn't really matter that much. But one of the points that the shach makes, he says that if you think about it, and if you even want to sequence the things within the list of the Rambam, he says, as a matter of fact, a shutfis, a partnership, getting in with the person for the actual business itself, is adif mehamalva. It's actually better than loaning. Why? He says, hatam, hamalva mos if you're going to go and make a loan to a person, and you're not going to get any profit, which of course is outlawed, because you're not allowed to take interest on a loan, so it's going to be a free loan, so that free loan is an act of generosity, which is not quite the same as getting into business with somebody, which assumes risk. He says, that is something where a person with the loan, you don't get any benefit of a The other person, the poor person who is getting your investment in the case of a shutfus and the case of a partnership, understands that there's risk on both sides and there's reward on both sides. He feels absolutely great about the idea of getting into partnership where he might feel a little bit less so when it comes to just taking a free loan. Now, to be clear, taking a free loan and offering a free loan is an incredible mitzvah. The idea of making a gemach for free loans is a very, very big mitzvah. And there are people who are doing incredible things with that nowadays, but that is what we see the Rambam holds. The Rambam holds that the greatest thing on the list of tzedakah is allowing somebody not just to take the fish, but learn how to fish on their own. And whether or not it's the reason uh, that they are going to be less uh, less indignity involved, or because of the idea that it's a whole different type of tzedakah, that it's tzedakah avoidance, that you avoid the person ever needing tzedakah, that's unclear, but in any event, it's the greatest.